All right, shop time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. The Prince of Bucks kept it going last night. Good morning, Chris Shine. What's going on, buddy? Good morning, Mud. It was a good night for me last night. Two or three uh, on the bets given out on this very podcast. So, uh, you know what? We'll take it. And we just we just missed the team total. Uh, they had two minutes and 15 seconds of empty net time that they couldn't cash in on, on top of David Krejci absolutely ringing a blast off the post Oof. and another puck leaking past Jordan Bennington and sitting next to the post. So it was close. just unlucky. The Bruins dominated that game. We were on the right side of it. We got two or three. We'll take it. We saw domination from the Bruins, domination, uh, boy, uh, from the Ravens. Just went into New Orleans, yeah. and New Orleans had absolutely nothing between Andy Dalton and uh, Taysom Hill, a quarterback. Uh, it was funny to watch the Manning cast for a bunch of the game last night, sort of mocking the idea of this being the quarterback set up and mocking Taysom Hill and mocking the play calling. But the first half uh, cashed easily for the Ravens. They cashed their win easily as well. Uh, prop bets were kind of weird. Isaiah likely had the highest target share on the team, Shime. But just one catch for that touchdown, and that was all she wrote. So people loved Isaiah Likely yesterday, but the Ravens decided we're going to run the football down the Saints' throats. Able to do it with Kenyon Drake and Lamar Jackson, baby. Woo! Yeah, I mean, Kenyon Drake was great in that game. Sure was. Lamar Jackson also I had no prop action on Kenyon Drake, unfortunately. Zero. Yeah, I I went with a uh, last-minute touchdown score prop missed because I tried to same-game parlay pair it with Alvin Kamara. Bad job by me. Stupid. Stupid decision. That's what we get for parlaying, right, Mutt? Uh, I don't like parlays. Nope. I, I make them every week, but I don't like them. That's what we get. Still. But regardless, I mean, the Ravens just showed last night how dominant they, they can be yep. uh, on offense. Uh, even without Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman's done for the year. Doesn't matter. Lamar Jackson's just one of the best to do it. And uh, I believe Adam Schefter tweeted this out. Baltimore now joins the 2011 Green Bay Packers as the last two teams to ever uh, lead by double digits in each of their nine first games of the season. Wow. First nine games of the season. And they have four losses. Yeah, well, that also <laughs> tells you losses, that sorry, also three. tells you how banged up and bad the defense was to start the season. They're not blowing those losses anymore, right? That loss they blew to Buffalo, that loss they blew to Miami, that's not happening anymore. That's what makes this Baltimore team so dangerous, and it's why I made them my Super Bowl pick before the season. Yeah, I liked them too. I liked them to make the playoffs. Uh, I liked Lamar for MVP. liked uh, John Harbaugh for Coach of the Year. Those things hanging on for dear life at this point. But the Ravens making a big run here with some primetime games. That certainly helps. I don't think Lamar Jackson hurt himself last night in the MVP race shine. That's where I want to focus on for the next 10 minutes or so. There are no local games tonight. Celtics win last night. Uh, easy, not easily, but a good uh, defensive second half against John Morant. They got it done. Uh, so they win. They're off for a couple days. Bruins off until, is it Wednesday or Thursday? It's their experience game. So there's no local stuff. Uh, Thursday. So no local stuff tonight. It's election day. So I want to focus on the MVP race with the Josh Allen news. So this may be worthless by the time you hear it. So uh, I'm admitting that right now, but it's worth talking from a gambling standpoint. This is a gambling podcast. What the Josh Allen injury might mean for the MVP race. It felt like a two-horse race going into the weekend between Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Uh, Allen did not play well against the the Jets. Uh, Mahomes played unbelievably on Sunday night uh, with like a million pass attempts, 58 in fact, against the Titans. Um, and Jalen Hurts just wins and wins and wins and wins and wins. So, with the with the news of Josh Allen's UCL potentially being hurt, sprained, banged up, whatever, um, the odds have shifted this morning, Shime, in the MVP race a little bit. Patrick Mahomes is now your favorite at 2-1. to one. Uh, Jalen Hurts at two, plus 250. Josh Allen has dropped to plus 350. Tua is 8-1. Lamar is 12-1. to one. The only five guys that are under 20-1. to one. And the guy who's 21 right now, 
you would have gotten a billion to one on in the preseason. That is Geno Smith. So he's a great story. I would not bet a nickel at 20 to 1 on Geno, considering what you could have gotten him at. You missed the boat. Sorry. He's not worth investing in now. But let me ask you, Shime, what, what do you think the Lamar injury does, depending on the news that we get? The Josh we Allen play, injury. I'm sorry, Lamar. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen. Like, it, it could be one of three things, right? It could be he's going to miss a couple weeks, it could be going to play through it, or it could be worst case scenario, he's announced as out for the year today at some point. So, again, we're talking before this is announced. We expect McDermott to have an update for the fan base. Um, Josina Anderson is suggesting it's not that bad, but I want to play out those three scenarios, Shime. What does this injury mean, if anything, for you as it relates to NFL MVP 2022? Yeah, uh, if Josh Allen is out, it makes me far more interested in Tua. Uh, I'm I'm bummed I missed Tua. I didn't, I didn't dive in. I love this Miami team. I love watching their games, and I didn't jump in earlier, and I kind of hate myself for it. Um, but I think I think it really kind of opens the door for Tua at eight to one being pretty good value, and it opens the door back up for our bets that we had on Lamar. I think yep. there's still a chance. You look at the rest of Lamar's schedule; it's not going to be that tough. He's got the Panthers, Jaguars, Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. Like he he already has six wins on the season. He wins what five of those games. Get to uh, eleven. Yeah, he get gets to eleven. He gets to eleven. Six of them, he gets to twelve, and and he's one of the top two seeds in 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 the AFC, and um and I think that could do it for him. I mean, he's. I don't uh, think it's dead. No, I'm glad you brought no it up. Means. I don't think it's dead because he's towards the top of the league in passing touchdowns. Uh, the rushing has been ridiculous. Rushing touchdowns as well. I mean, the guy is averaging like ten yards a carry when he runs the football, which is in. Insane! It is yeah. insane numbers, and so uh, I, I don't think the Lamar bets are dead. And then Tua would be the other guy that kind of opens my eyes a little bit. Yeah, I'm just looking, trying to pull it up now. I don't know if this is going to do rated or not rated. Of course, Football Reference is now acting slow for some reason. I'm trying to refresh this here. I don't know why it's going by yards. I don't care about this dumb video up there. I'm going to try to try this way. Okay. Um, yeah, Lamar is 93.7 quarterback rating, so he's just inside the top ten. Um, what's going to help him is the rushing yards. Yep. What's going to help him is people are going to look at the combination of, well, um, he's got, uh, at this point, 16 touchdowns, six interceptions, so almost a three-run ratio. That's pretty good. But when you add in the rushing stuff, um, it really does change the game because he's been so good, Shime, running the football. But, by, you know, by the way, so is Jalen Hurts. Like, so I, I acknowledge that, you know, he has a long way to go, and I think Hurts uh, certainly is in the driver's seat right now because – they are just they're a wagon right now. They're an absolute wagon. But I don't I don't think it's dead. Um and the twoest and by the way, Lamar is eighth in the NFL in rushing yards this year. Six hundred and thirty five rushing yeah, yards. Yeah, see that, and that's the other thing too. Like Hertz <laughs> only has three hundred and twenty six <laughs> rushing yards. Like he has six rushing touchdowns, but he only has three hundred and twenty six rushing yards. I think the things that help Hertz are he's not throwing interceptions. He's only throwing two, which yeah. I is a number that's even shocking to me. Um and, and that his team is undefeated. Like those are what Hertz has going for him because I think every other category Lamar is going to beat him when it comes to passing yards, passing touchdowns, uh, you know, rushing yards, st- things of that nature. When it comes to actual yardage, Lamar is probably probably going to beat him. But but what Hertz has is that record and the the low interception number. Yeah, the other thing that's going to help him potentially shine thousand yards rushing for a quarterback is always helpful for Narrative Street, right? He's got six hundred and fifty hundred percent six thirty five right now. Um, he's got eight games left. Eight games left, and he already has 635 so, yards. Okay, if he rushes for 50 yards a game, he's going for 1,000 yards this year. Correct. 
So the touchdowns not he's only got two rushing touchdowns. Uh, I'd like to hit number a little bit higher, but I'm with you. I, I not, I'm I'm glad we have it at that number. But I think that the the if he's out if 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 Josh Allen is out for the year, then I'm with you. A couple of prices then into play. If he misses a couple of weeks, that helps the guys up top in Jalen Hurts and, and Mahomes. Like yeah. if he's going to come back at some point because he'll still take some money. It's going to keep the odds relatively in check on some of those guys. Mahomes has come on late. I mean, his, his his night Monday night, like they're just decided, you know, we're not going to run the football. We have nine running backs, Pacheco, McKinnon, uh, Clyde Edwards. Well, they we couldn't care. run the ball. I mean, they had. We're just going to throw. Their, gonna throw. their two running backs in Pacheco and Clyde Edwards Hilaire combined for nine carries for 10 yards. Like, come on. Yeah. Um,. So that that would certainly change some things, um, I, depending on what they announce here today. I'm trying to think any of looking at the the super. No, I mean I, I I have a hard time going past Lamar at twelve to one. Like even da- I mean, I'm playing the game where Josh Allen all of a sudden gets ruled out today forever. Um, you know the Brady stuff is not there this year. Yeah, like the only Doesn't guy that might like be it. able to make a run past Lamar, I guess, would be Joe Burrow if Cincinnati absolutely lights it up in the second half. But without Jamar Chase, that feels unlikely. Yeah, I think it's gonna. If Allen is ruled out for the year today, um, well, by the way, all if you're thinking about betting Tua, if you're thinking about betting Lamar Jackson or even Joe Burrow, like you said, Shime, I would say bet it today uh, with the acknowledgement that if they rule out Josh Allen again, we're not saying this is going to happen, but I want to walk through this. Once he's ruled out, these odds are gonna they're gonna plummet. They're gonna plummet. Like Mahomes is gonna go to plus one fifty. Jalen Hurts is gonna go to two to one. Two is going to seven to one. Lamar is going to ten to one. Like these these odds will change drastically in the hours after Josh Allen if he's announced out for the year. So uh, I, I totally have, with you. There's one other person I would like to mention here. Uh, let me look at the board here. Let me look at the board. It's a long. It's a okay. long shot, but okay. Uh, does he play in the NFC? No. Okay. The, I'll, I'll get out of the way because I thought I thought you might be leaning towards a what if Shanahan unleashes CMC. Over the next eight nine games, right idea a, in a position at a, player wrong, at a hundred to one. Wrong player though, hundred to one. Go uh, ahead, Tyree Kill at eighty to one. Like the guy. So hear me out. I I, I understand that. I'll, it's, yeah, I'll it's, hear you out, but I'm going to hit you with what you hit me with on the rookie of the year thing last week. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I understand it's a quarterback award. I do recognize that, and I understand that. But there's a chance that Tyree Kill has over well over two thousand yards. He has eleven 1, hundred yards already. That's wild. It, which wild. is in insane. Like I've never, I've never seen a number that high. Like you want his touchdown number to come up, but he has seventy six catches for eleven hundred yards already. He could eclipse two thousand. And so, to me, right when I look back on former record breaking performances, there were other performances that were just like far beyond the scope that mm-hmm. they kind of got pushed to the side. Like like Adrian Peterson ran for over two thousand yards, but it was also the same season Peyton Manning threw for five thousand and fifty five touchdowns. So. I look at the quarterbacks, and as good as Patrick Mahomes is, I don't think he's going to quite get to 5,000 yards. I definitely don't think he's going to get to 50 touchdowns. So it's like I don't think a quarterback is ever is going to have a record-breaking kind of season, um, like a Hall of Fame season more or less, whereas Tyreek Hill could. And yeah. I understand that, that Tua is also in this discussion, but, like, again, Tua will be a really good quarterback – but the performance won't be like 07 Brady or 55 or whatever, 14, uh, whatever year it was with, with Peyton Manning where he had the 55 touchdowns. Or, or even Patrick Mahomes' first full year as a starter where he had the 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Like, none of, I don't think any of those seem realistic for the quarterbacks, but Tyreek Hill could have over 2,000 yards. 
I just want – so he does that. I mean, Tua has an unbelievable – the issue is that Tua, if even he gets there and sets that record, Tua has a monster year. Like does that, he, though? Because, like, Tua's only at 1980, right? Yeah, so, But what about the, the quarterback rating, the touchdown passes? Like, you're assuming double-digit touchdowns, too, which they're all coming from Tua in that case, right? Sure, but, I mean, even, even, if, even if he gets to double – even if he gets to 10 touchdowns on 2,000 yards, right, Tua will have thrown – 26 touchdowns, 28 touchdowns on the season. Like, that's not the numbers See, that Tua's going to have aren't going to be eye-popping. That's I, the thing. He, he He's only at 1980 yards, so, you know, by the end of the season, he might have around 4,000. Like, that's, I mean, come on. That's not that much. The other thing is that, of course, the the, the offensive coordinator gets the ball to everybody. Like, that, sure. that might be that's more harmful than the Tua thing, is that, like, Waddle, for as good as, like, so Tyreek Hill was great on Sunday. Waddle was still awesome. Jeff Wilson got a million carries and catches. They see how, still have Raheem Mostert. They're throwing a Trent Sherfield in the slot. They throw to Gasicki. It's not like the Raiders who have decided with Josh, like, hey, we're only going to throw to Devontae Adams when we throw. They spread the ball around so much, and I think it's more of a McDaniels you know, playing Madden against the other team and not caring who the ball goes to. To his credit, Tyreek's getting open. Um, and it, I would never talk you off anything at 80-1, to 1. I just think the hurdles are pretty significant for him to get to a number that would get past two at this point. And then I think that the battle in, on his own team would be, are they ever going to give him like a, an 11 for 195 in three game versus like him and Waddle splitting the, the up top numbers? That, those are my two concerns, but at 80 to one, it's certainly worth a pizza money bet. To, and sort I of think what I need to do is I need to go back to 2012 when Calvin Johnson had almost 2,000 yards and see how many votes he got. Because that'll be a good, at least, metric, right? Because that's the guy that you're talking about that, that Tyreek Hill would surpass. So if if there was just, like, if he got a lot of votes, then I think Tyreek Hill might be worth it. But if he didn't, uh, then you're probably 2000 and, uh, let's see if I can find the voting here. I was 2012. Uh, we sure? Let's hold on. It was AP that year. That was the year AP ran for a ton of yards, too. So 2012 MVP voting. I like the internet. It helps us out. Let's see. Um, yeah. So I'm looking I at it right now. So Adrian Peterson had votes. 36 votes. Manning yep. had eight. Brady had two. Calvin Johnson had two. Yeah. Um, that's the issue, right? <laughs> they don't love – I mean, there's going to be so – I mean, and that's the other thing. Like, so Hill has this record year. There are some other guys who are, are like Devontae Adams – is going to put up some monster numbers by the end. There's some other guys that are going to put up crazy numbers. Yeah. And I wonder if there's an eye roll amongst the media. Like, well, there are three or four guys that were all awesome. Yes, Tyreek was, like, he was spectacular, but only a couple guys were right behind him. So, I, again, it, go back and look at the voting. Compare Calvin Johnson's numbers to the other numbers, and then do yourself a favor and look at the the award history and just realize that it takes, like, it, you're right, it takes a record-setting performance. If you think Tyreek can set records at wide receiver, and the Dolphins can win the division. That's the other part of it. Well, yeah, if Josh Allen's if, out, like that's the other thing. The Dolphins that's the other win part, the division. Because then, then they can win the division, right? So that they, then then the narrative is, oh, my God. By the, way, by the way, then you can lock up McDaniel for coach of the year. Oh, the 100%. Way, if that plays out. Um, so he might carry some guys with him as it relates to the award voting on this, which is why the only other thing I had up in front of me was the AFC East. Like, even this morning right now, the Bills are still minus 500 to win the division. Dolphins five to one, Patriots twenty to one, Jets twenty to one. If you hear anything about Allen being ruled out and you're near a live betting, I don't. I don't think Case Keenum is carrying this team anywhere. I'm sorry. Not I love Miami. Buffalo. 
I love Buffalo. I, I love the setup. I love their team. But Allen's a freak. So if you take oh, him off man. of there, I can see the Dolphins winning that division. That Dolphins 5-1 five five to one. One bet right now looks juicy. Yeah. And, t- and by the way, until they say, until we go, oh, wait. Josh Allen hurt his elbow, then threw a ball 70 yards in the air the other night. Is he really that hurt? Like, again, this is an extreme scenario, but I'm trying to walk through it in case it does play out. Yep. People are ready to go. Yep. Um, And so if he's ruled out for the year, the Bills at 5 1 are very playable. Uh, I would not play the Patriots or Jets at 20 1. I'm sorry. The Dolphins, obviously, uh, at 5 1 are very playable in the division. And then the only other thing I wanted to look at, since I said it out loud, uh, let's see. Uh, have you have you have you looked at coach of the year odds? Uh, I have not. Don't look. What okay. do you think Mike McDaniel is right now? Uh, I had to guess plus three fifty. He's twelve to one. What? Sirianni, Who, so- O'Connell, Dayball, Carroll, Sala, Mike McDaniel. Again, in the scenario where Josh Allen's out for the year. And the Dolphins win the division, and Tyree Kill sets records. Twelve to one is going to look really stupid. Now, Sirianni's a massive favorite because they can, they might run the table. I, I weeks ago you pointed out how bad their schedule was, so they may run the thing. Yeah, like in to that me, case, Sirianni's going to win for Salah fun. Are just not good bets. I don't trust them down the stretch. I don't either. Sirianni, Forty Niners. By the way, we we hate the Rams. The Forty Niners are still the favorite. Now that we we'll go minus one thirty five to win the NFC West. Yep. So they 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 have a better chance than Seattle does. Dayball and the Giants are going to crash and burn. O'Connell, I think, is in the mix. You know what I think about them. I got to bet on them to win the NFC. Sirianni is the deserved favorite. But after that, McDaniel should be thirties twelve to one. If you think about Josh Allen, might be even out for a couple games. If they win the division and Tyree Kill sets records, Mike McDaniel's winning coach of the year first year in Miami. They have six wins already. Yeah. He's twelve to one. Yeah, that's insane. And what so the the only other name um for coach of the year that hasn't been mentioned that should be higher, where's Pete Carroll? He's eight to one. He's fourth choice. Oh, okay, okay. okay sorry, okay. sorry. It's no. Sirianni at minus one thirty five, O'Connell plus six fifty, Dayball eight to one, Carroll eight to one. Sala nine to one, McDaniel twelve to one. Yeah, to me the only realistic options here are uh, Sirianni, of course, is, should be the favorite. Then O'Connell, Carroll, and McDaniel. And I think McDaniel should be much, much higher than twelve to one. So I, I really don't hate placing a little wager on that either. I'm telling you what, folks. Okay, this may this podcast may be firing into the sun in like three minutes when Mortensen says not an injury. I'm glad we talked through it. This is what you should be doing. If you're taking it seriously, if you if your hobby is this and not golf or not poker, this is the things you should be looking through. And if you have multiple books to look at, we're giving you one book right now, DK. That's all we have. In a year from now, when I have 15 books to look at, I'm going to have a portfolio of this stuff. Yeah, like, that's 100%. the reality of it. So I'm glad we did it. It's a fun exercise. It may be worthless, worthless, Shime, in like three minutes. Yep. I'm glad we did it. I am too. I, I should text you earlier decision. so you could think about it. I, I didn't mean to throw it on you, but I, uh, I was thinking about the show this morning uh, doing what's going to look about to be. We had a little bit too long on the yard work this year, Shine. A lot of leaves. Oof, okay. A lot of leaves, buddy. So um, I was like, what? There's no game tonight and the, the Allen stuff. And I, I there's probably some other angles we're missing. And you can let us know at BetQL Boston on Twitter, BetQL Boston on Twitter. Follow and tweet at us 24 7. Um, but just some things to think about if this thing. Comes down. Obviously, if you're holding Josh Allen MVP tickets, you're you're clutching that uh, he's not he's he's ruled in. 
Uh, I would not if he's going to miss a week. I don't think his MVP stuff is dead. By the way, like, no. If by he no misses means. a week or he's hobbled, I would not erase him from consideration. Uh, three and it's a half when to he start me- missing multiple weeks that he becomes probably irrelevant in the conversation. Yeah, well, and then this game would have been potentially. You know what? What did what did Lockerson call like when when Allen had that hurdle a couple weeks ago? We thought like, okay, that's his MVP moment. Yeah, like that's his Heisman moment that he had was week four, week five, whatever it was for the MVP. Um, this game could have been a similar type of thing if he plays because yeah. uh, the Vikings are good. This uh, this is a huge game this weekend for these two teams. It's a massive game, and also if you think there's any chance Josh Allen is injured, you should hop on Minnesota plus six right now. Since we're talking about it. Has to be mentioned. Like I, don't if you, a, I don't think it's a bad bet either way. I, I don't either. I don't think it's a bad bet either way, but... You're done. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can read your text saying you're done betting on the Vikings. Yeah, like. I, well, I'm not going to bet on the Vikings, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if if Josh Allen is injured in this game, you should have plus six already. Like, that's... If you, if you like the Vikings, and you kind of like them at six anyways, and there's a chance Josh Allen doesn't play in this game, and yet it's still six... Might want to play the Vikings. Just a thought. And, and, and by the way, there. people have the same idea. Um, Vikings are getting 64% of the bets and 82% of the money. Yeah, there it is. In the early betting. And at one point, this thing was seven and a half. And there's still, there are still some sevens out there, Sean. Oh, boy. Bet River still has it at seven. Uh, let's see. I can't believe some of the lines this week, by the way. I, go ahead. Feel free to. I, I've not uh, not done a deep dive yet. I'll be honest. How is Chicago you. only a two and a half point favorite over Detroit? Has anybody watched what they've done on offense the last like three yeah, weeks? Yeah, the, the 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 I don't think the Bears defense is very good. I think that yeah, but it's that the is Lions. a sneaky the Lions stink. Sneaky shootout this week. The Lions were awful at home in a in a place where they've been lighting it up last week. That line doesn't make sense to me. With just because of the Josh Allen like possibility of injury, Vikings, six yep. doesn't make sense to me. That should be like four and a half or three and a half. Um, I, I'll tell you the one that jumped out to me, and this is stupid. No one's going to bet this game, I don't think. But the Giants should not be a six and a half point favorite. No. I, I I I know Against that they're anybody. a fun story, but they're terrible run defense. Damon, I, I'm sorry, that's that's too many points. Yep, I, that's that's that is oh, an overreaction and, to looking at the records. And how is Seattle two and a half point underdogs against Tampa Bay? Is that just Tom Brady? And it's people still oh. don't believe Seattle. No, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, Tampa taking some huge bets because right now public betting Seahawks have fifty nine percent of the bet shine, eleven percent of the money. What? <laughs> the Bucks have a forty one eighty nine split right now. One of the biggest splits I've ever seen in my life in terms oh, of sharp money that came in on I, the Bucks. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on this then. I am gonna sit on my hands and wait and see if I can get to three. Because if I get three, oh, I am gonna. Pump Seattle. Okay, that whole I want you to say that whole sentence. You're going to yep. sit on it. and You're going to pump it. Yeah, hundred percent. Great choice of words, right? Uh, subscribe. Also, how rate. are the Raiders six and a half point favorites? Okay. I'm sorry. Ki- oh, you like what you love the whole board. I love the whole board this way. No, it's just I. I know I, I. I didn't say I love it. I just said there's a lot of weird lines. That's where I'm at. That's where my head's at. I really only love the Seahawks line at the moment. A lot of Vegas zone. A lot of Vegas zone. A for lot you, of it. Billy? It's a lot of weird areas. I don't know. All right, so uh, po- post this as fast as you can because yeah. the Josh Allen news is going to come and destroy It'll this go right whole up. podcast. So put it right up. We will uh, let you know you can subscribe, rate and review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. We'll be back tomorrow to get you closer and closer to Thursday Night Football, more NFL ideas. We'll have the Josh Allen news, so we'll react to whatever the Josh Allen news is. Uh, tomorrow, and we'll take a look at the state of the Patriots heading into the middle of their bye week, Shine. Excellent job by you, as always. We'll talk tomorrow morning, buddy. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mutt. Also, uh, last thing, just bet the oh. Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Even money. There you go. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.